A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Farmers across Wisconsin and the world are working hard to persevere through challenges in the industry and remain sustainable for years to come. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Tina Hinchley, a dairy farmer from Cambridge, utilizes advancements in technology to do just that. She utilizes robotic milkers on her farm and is in the process of adding solar panels. There is a lot going on in the farm that we have in Cambridge. First off, we are excited that our daughter is with us. Uh, She graduated from UW-Madison a couple years ago and she's on board full-time with us. So along with milking cows robotically, the technology and everything that's out there is carrying us through the new year nice and smooth and easy. Not a lot of physical stuff, but we do have a big project coming in. 2023, we are going to be accessing some solar contracts that are going to be going in in our area where our farm is located along with many other farms. It's along an electrical corridor where there are big power lines and then it goes down to the power plant. So we are right on the edge of that. We are participating in the Kashkanan Solar Project. We're farming 2,600 acres at this point in time and a large portion of that will end up going into solar. We need about 400 acres to feed the cows. However, the most of the other portion beyond what is going to be in solar is going to be kept for dairy and cash cropping. That is right in the Cambridge area. We do have some property that is in Stoughton and out away, so that's not going to be into that project. But with that project, it is giving us some diversification to our income, and with that, it's going to have an opportunity for my daughter Anna to not have to worry about where the next paycheck is coming from. Dairy industry right now is up and down. We've had a lot of volatility. This year for cash cropping, yeah, that was great. But who knows what next year is? Who knows what climate situations are going to be happening? And with having the solar array in our backyard, it's going to provide us with sustainable income. And with that, it also provides sustainable energy, not only for our community, but throughout Wisconsin, but also some of that can be sold throughout the United States. So um, we are working with Inver Energy, and Inver Energy, through the Kashkanan Solar Project, has done many solar projects already. We are going to be starting, I believe, in 2023 sometime. Not all of the land that they have designated for solar will be in the solar project because they don't need it all, but to just make the area around it so that they will be secure in making sure that they have enough for their investors. I believe that Alliant Energy and other energy corporations are on board with being part of that whole investment too as time goes on. As far as our neighbors, the neighbors that have solar, we're all on board together. There is a few that are having some difficulty with having it and they have put up a fight. And to go to the grocery store can be a challenge just because I don't know who is for or against solar. And so I just go in with my head held high. I'm happy with everything that we've done with our community through our tours that we've been hosting for over 25 years. I bring thousands of people to the Cambridge community and they get an opportunity to visit everything that we have out at our farm, but also within our community. I think this is also part of our sustainability as well. So even though um, there is going to be solar on part 
part of our projects, we're still going to have to maintain our nutrient management plans. We are still going to have to do all the things that we do with our precision planting. We're still going to be the best rock and farmers we possibly can be. We're going to be proud to carry everything that we have got going forward. And with this added income through the diversification, Inver Energy is going to be investing money in our community. So it's not going to be just a take. There's going to be a lot of giving that's going to be potentially out there supporting things within our community. And I think that's really important that even though it's a big corporation, I think that they're there. They do have an office right in Cambridge. And I think as we get closer and closer to the project, I think we're all going to, at least the farmers that are participating, we're all going to unite and we're going to be excited about all the opportunities that this project is going to provide for us. But not only for us, but our children and grandkids that we don't even have yet because it's going to be changing the environment. The lease is for 25 years. That's a lot of time, but it's a step that if we were not involved in it, the next farmer down the road would be getting into. So being able to have this opportunity and finally jumping on board, we waited a while before we made the step into it to see and feel out what was going on. But we are confident that what we're doing is going to be good for everybody in the end. Speaking of that, how did you get involved or did they reach out to you or were you kind of managing, obviously, your income your expenses to see what are some other viable options moving forward, like you mentioned, for the sustainability of the long run for future generations. How did that look? And then I guess a follow-up question is, once you have these solar panels, do they automatically pay for themselves in that first year? It's going to cost something. So how does that turn around before they pay for themselves and you have profit off of them? So we don't own the solar. When we were putting up our new barn, we did look into solar, but we did not put that into consideration when we put up our building. So we would have been able to, had we thought of it ahead of time and planned for it, we would have been able to have solar on top of our building. But this is not our solar. This is all Inver Energy. So we are leasing our land. The solar panels that are out there, those are going to be theirs. If we want to, we can put sheep underneath. They will be seeded with pollinator habitat. So they're doing things that are environmentally friendly. It's not going to be our solar. So whatever debt they run into, it's not on us. We're going to get a payment and with that, it's beneficial to our family and our farm, as well as all the rest of the farmers in the area. But like I said, they're going to be investing other things in the area too. It's a win for us in the dairy and agricultural community around us. We've got a few crop farmers that they've got kids the same age as ours. You know, the future for them is going to be a lot brighter. And I know that through, even with our robotic system that we have with our cows getting milked, the technology has had many, many upgrades already. So just because they're putting in the solar right now for our farm, there can be upgrades all the way through and for 25 years, it's not going to be the same solar panel. There's going to be new technology, there's going to be more infrastructure that is going to improve everything that's out there and the new ideas. Think about how many engineers are involved in creating new and sustainable ideas to be able to create not only more electricity but safer water. Oh my gosh, you know, think about even underneath these solar panels, there's going to be carbon that is going to be sequestered underneath there because we're not going to be tilling that soil. So a lot of benefits for our environment, but for our families. And you know what? It's an emotional thing because you don't want to be involved with a neighbor that is angry with you. And hopefully, we're hoping that the ones that are having difficult times with this are going to just, I I hate to say it, they're going to have to get over it because it's coming. So um, they can fight for a while, but it's going to be what it is. 
is. While that may be an issue for some of them who just aren't quite accepting it yet, Mm -hmm. another big issue in the agriculture industry is labor. And you are an advocate for migrant labor. Can you talk about what does that look like for you and your farm? Mm -hmm. And why is it important to support migrant labor and be educated about it for the industry as a whole? There is a lot of need for labor within the dairy industry. In fact, in Wisconsin alone, we have over 7,000 undocumented Hispanic Latino employees that are working on farms. With that, these are not positions that have been taken away from other people. These are positions that have not been able to be filled. These people are coming up. They're living the dream. They want to come up. They want to be able to provide for their family. For them just to get here, not being able to understand the circumstances on how they got here because it has been very, very dangerous for almost every single person to come up to work in our industry. They are vital. They are essential. And doggone it, in Wisconsin, they don't even have the right to have a driver's license. So shame on us. They need to be able to go to work. They need to be able to take their kids to school. They need to be able to have something that is safe for them to get without having a ticket approached. It's like $500 if they get a ticket for not having a license. But they're essential. To see the families that are on the farms, they're amazing. They're just like us. Their kids go to school with our kids. The families want to participate. And you know what? They want to work. They want to be here. And how many times can you say that when you have somebody on your farm that that person really, really wants to be there? Very few of our employees after a couple years have the longevity. These people want to raise their kids here. They see the benefits of being an American. All the dreamers that have been born here, I think they deserve citizenship too. So as time goes on and we realize as our seniors are aging out, the need for extra people coming in. I'm not Native American and most of us are not. So everybody has come from somewhere with a dream and a passion to come to the United States and be a family and be a part of something. And being a part of the dairy industry, they are the ones that are such a big part of our dairy industry. We could not be America's dairy land without immigrant labor. What advice do you have for other farmers who are potentially looking into similar things that you are working on and that you are implementing on your farm? What advice do you have them for moving forward? Look for your options. If you have children that might want to come in, evaluate your farm. Make sure that it's going to be something that's going to be sustainable for them to be able to get into. If you haven't done any updates, that's going to be a hard, hard thing for your kids to get into. But if you can help your kids and assist them any way that you can to get them involved in your farm and educate them, have them ride with you in the tractor and talk and talk and talk. Communication is a huge thing, but also the opportunities for diversification. I know that FSA has got a lot of programs that is able to help not only young farmers, but also grain storage. If Uh, we hadn't done grain storage, we wouldn't have been as successful as we have been this year. So being able to get out there and check out the grants that are available and use those for your best opportunity, but also thinking about the opportunities that are coming, whether it's through digesters, through solar, many, many opportunities with new technology and new things that are going to be coming available. Keep your eyes open and don't shut the door because you don't understand. Ask questions and embrace what's ahead because We're not going to be around here forever. We need to make sure that everybody that's following behind us is going to be prepared and ready to roll when we can't. That was Tina Hinchley, dairy farmer from Cambridge. To learn more about her farm, go to dairyfarmtours.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.